The Catholic Morning Show on Iowa Catholic Radio. With John Leonetti. That broadcast school has really paid off. Matt Wilcom. Mark Amadeo. Good morning. And Deacon Tony Valdez. Welcome in, everyone. Thanks so much for joining me today. John Leonetti here on the Catholic Morning Show. It is Monday, April 24th. We've got a great show in store for you today. Coming up uh, here on this Monday, Dr. Ian Murphy is going to be on an experience that's stirring journey into a Christianity out of agnosticism. He is going to be telling his story today. Agnosticism is not quite atheism, uh, if you know. It's, it's just kind of maybe a sitting on the fence, uh, a questioning, a back and forth. But he has also a book out that just looks riveting. It's called The the Road to Self-Awareness, a therapy book for Christians. I think we all need a little therapy. Um, Well, he's going to be talking about healing, true healing, not kind of cheap gimmicks that you might see in the culture today, but how it is that we can experience that inner peace as Christians, as followers of Jesus Christ. We'll have that for you coming up at about 7.15 today. Also on the show today, we're going to have uh, a man by the name of uh, uh, Thomas McKenna. Thomas is the founder and president of Catholic Action for Faith and Family, and also the St. Gianna Physicians Guild. Uh, we're going to learn about the St. Gianna Physicians Guild today as well, and uh, Catholic Action for Faith and Family. A lot to talk about there, especially what's going on in our culture today. We'll have Thomas McKenna coming up at about 7.45 today. We'll have your news with Matt Wilcom. We'll have your sports with Mark Amadeo. Jimmy will have your weather, and we'll have your St of the day to launch into a new week. Let's do it. Deacon Tony, let's offer our day to our Lord with our morning offering. God, our Father, we offer you our day. We offer you all our thoughts, words, joys, and sufferings in union with the heart of Jesus. Holy Spirit, be our guide and strength today so that we may witness to your love. Mary, Mother of Jesus and the Church, pray for us. St. Joseph, her most chaste spouse, protect us. Amen. Amen. Let's go to Matt Wilcom now with your news. Thank you, John. News brought to you this morning by Dr. David Ball at Des Moines Eye Surgeons, your total eye care specialist specializing in cataracts and glaucoma care. DMISurgeons.com. Good morning. I'm Matt Wilcom. Ukrainian military forces have successfully established positions on the eastern side of the Dnieper River, according to a new analysis, giving rise to speculation Sunday that the advances could be an early sign of Kiev's long-awaited spring counteroffensive. A major goal would be to break through the land corridor between Russia and the annexed Crimea Penin- Crimean Peninsula, which would necessitate crossing the river in the country's south. Russia is also expected to launch more intensive attacks in the spring, but analysts say top Russian defense figures are showing signs that they may be pushing for a consolidation of existing gains in Ukraine rather than costly new operations as Moscow struggles with both material and manpower. The National Shrine of Our Lady of Good Help in Champion, Wisconsin, received an official change of names on Thursday. Bishop David Ricken of the Diocese of Green Bay, Wisconsin, officially announced its name is now the National Shrine of Our Lady of Champion. At the same time, he proclaimed the Mass celebrating the anniversary of the only approved Marian apparition in the United States, held at the Shrine every October 9th, has been raised by the Holy See to the rank of a solemnity. The new name makes it align more closely with other beloved Marian apparitions sites around the world. 
The rocket slide at Union Park is now closed as it undergoes a round of repairs, but the Des Moines Parks and Recreation Department wrote to worried children and parents on Facebook that, quote, it will be back. The playground has been a favorite of neighborhood children now for more than five decades, and as a result, it has survived many a renovation and even an attempt to tear it down. The new renovations now underway will ensure the playground stays up to modern safety codes. Improvements will make the ramp and stairs less steep, revamp the non-slipped deck, and check all of the joints between floor panels. The city will also resurface the playground, replace the iconic slide with the new built, newly built custom version, and repaint the entire structure. And now for your sports update with Mark Amadeo. Sports on your Monday morning. Yesterday's Major League Baseball scoreboard. Some of the Midwest teams that were in action on Sunday. In the National League, it was the Los Angeles Dodgers defeating the Chicago Cubs by the score of 7-3 to at Wrigley Field in Chicago. In the American League, the first place Tampa Bay Rays defeating the Chicago White Sox by the score of 4-1. to And the Los Angeles Angels pick up a win as they defeated the Kansas City Royals 4-3 to in Anaheim. In interleague play, the Boston Red Sox defeating now the second place Milwaukee Brewers by the score of 12 to 5. The St. Louis Cardinals defeating the Seattle Mariners by the score of 7 to 3 in Seattle. And the Minnesota Twins, who are now in first place in the American League Central, defeating the Washington Nationals by the score of 3 to 1. Yesterday in AAA baseball, the Iowa Cubs wrap up a series at Buffalo, and it was the Buffalo Bisons defeating the Iowa Cubs 11-6 in Buffalo, New York. Today, the Iowa Cubs have the day off, and tomorrow night, they open up a six-game homestand against the Louisville Bats. First pitch tomorrow night at 6.30 at Principal Park in downtown Des Moines. Yesterday's NBA playoffs continued with first-round coverage in their best-of-seven series. It was Game 4 in the Eastern Conference, and it was the Boston Celtics picking up a win on the road as they defeated the Atlanta Hawks in Atlanta by the score of 129-121. to Boston leads that best-of-seven series three games to one. The other Eastern Conference game in Game 4 had the New York Knicks defeating the Cleveland Cavaliers 102-93 to at Madison Square Garden in New York. The Knicks lead that best of seven series three games to one. In the Western Conference in game four, it was defending NBA champions Golden State Warriors holding off the Sacramento Kings 126 to 125 in San Francisco yesterday. That series is now tied at two games each. And the other Western Conference game four had the Minnesota Timberwolves getting their first win as they defeated the number one seed Denver Nuggets 114 to 108 late last night in overtime. Denver leads that best of seven series three games to one. Tonight, the NBA playoffs continues with first round coverage in game four of the Eastern Conference. It'll be the Milwaukee Bucks at the Miami Heat. They'll tip off at 6.30 tonight in Miami. The game will be televised on TNT. Miami leads that best of seven series, two games to one. And in the Western Conference tonight, game four has the Memphis Grizzlies at the Los Angeles Lakers. They'll tip off tonight at 9 o'clock. The game will be televised on TNT. The Lakers lead that best of seven series, two games to one. And with your Monday morning sports update on the Catholic Morning Show, I'm Mark Amadeo. Thank you, Mark. And finally, today's fun fact. We were talking a little bit earlier about the rocket slide. I thought I would pull out a playground fun fact. Between 1450 and 1300 B.C., the Minoan culture in the eastern Mediterranean region created one of the oldest art pieces featuring a swing. 
Thus, some scholars credit the Minoan people for the invention of swings. Mm. My son, my three-year-old, is just getting into uh, into those at the at the park and, and likes to go awfully high. So we have to we have to kind of calm him down a little bit with that. But that's kind of cool. Is he is he asking you for underdogs all the time? Yeah, he doesn't know what that is yet. Oh, but, uh, I I think he's he, he'll be interested probably sooner than uh, than not. But I'm not I'm not really interested in that in that level yet. But uh, we'll see. Yeah, they they love the park. So uh, kudos to uh, to the inventors of uh, of the playground. Like it. Yeah, I'm I'm an underdog when it comes to getting on the swings at this point in my life. You know, being yeah. <laughs> well into <laughs> into adulthood. We'll strap you in someday. My we'll stomach just can't, can't handle it anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm with you on that. I, I, I kind of uh, will sit there while the other kids are, are going back and forth. So, <laughs> all right, Jimmy, what do we got last week? Hopefully, before uh, before the warmth. Uh, it looks like it. A uh, few more spring showers going to make their way uh, through the area as we're uh, bringing those May flowers to us. A uh, chance of showers today. Partly sunny, a high uh, in the upper 50s. And tonight, those uh, showers with thunderstorms going to continue. Mostly cloudy, overnight low in the low 40s. Tomorrow, another chance of showers. A little cooler, mostly cloudy, high in the uh, mid-50s. But then we'll see a bit of a warm-up by Wednesday. Mostly sunny and a high in the low 60s. It's 34 now at the Iowa Catholic Radio Studios. 33 in Creston and Fairfield. 34 in Oskaloosa. 29 in Marshalltown. And support for Iowa Catholic Radio comes from Farm Bureau agent Cindy Schulte. Since 1939, Farm Bureau Financial Services has built Relationships first and plan second. Getting to know you so they know exactly what you need. CindySchulte.com. At your forecast on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thank you, Jimmy. Friends, do you make an examination of conscience? At the end of each day, when you just kind of comb over all the, all the times during the day that maybe you felt closest to the Lord, as well as all the times that you felt or that you were most distant, i.e. maybe your sins. Well, if you, if you haven't ever made one or you don't regularly make one, uh, the Holy Father is inviting us to do so at the end of each day. Now, of course, this is uh, he, he's a, a Jesuit, of course, so you know th- this is something kind of in their wheelhouse, the examination of consciences. And while I, I will readily admit I, I don't make one every night, um, there are certainly many periods of my life where I do, and, uh, and it's just always a prayer I never regret. And I think a lot of times one of the reasons why people kind of um, – they, they they don't make it, uh, or or maybe are, are a little bit hesitant to, is because we think it has to be a a negative, right? So the examination of conscience is just kind of you know going over all my sins for the day. Well, isn't that depressing? Well, sure, but it's not just going over the sins. Yes, we want to go over our sins so that we know how to you know of course repent from them, and we can repent from them and turn back to the Lord. But it's also a time for us to be able to comb over during our day when we felt closest to God. And really, to be able to hopefully bring that into the next day, and the next day, and the next day. The Holy Father said yesterday at the Sunday uh, Angelus Address, Indeed, for us, it is important to reread our history together with Jesus, the story of our life, of a certain period, of our day, with its disappointments and also its hopes. There is a good way of doing this, and today I would like to propose it to you, he says. It consists of dedicating time every evening to a brief examination of conscience. What happened inside of me today? That is the question. It means rereading the day with Jesus. You know, this was really introduced to me 
um, a little bit before I entered the seminary and was something that um, I took into seminary. And, and, and again, as I said, it's just never really let me down. It's always been just a beautiful prayer. It, it takes time. It certainly takes effort. And, and I get it. You know, sometimes at night you just want to wind down and, and you know, you, you, you don't want to kind of comb over the day. Or sometimes, you know, you just think, well, the day's done. I don't want to, I don't want to rehash it or relive it. But it's an important part of who we are, as, as the Holy Father said, because it's our history. And it's a, a brief history that's very close to us. <laughs> We're talking about our day, right? Pope Francis says that making an examination of conscience is a way of rereading my day, opening the heart, bringing to him my choices, my fears, my falls, my hopes, and all the things that took place to learn gradually to look at things with different eyes, with his eyes, and not only our own. So again, it's not an opportunity for us just to beat ourselves up. Oh, well, here's where I failed again, Lord, and here's where I failed again. But rather, Lord, here are my failings, here are my sins, give me the grace to overcome them. Help me to live holier tomorrow than I live today. Or Lord, there's tension in this relationship here. And I felt it today at this time. Help to relieve some of that tension for me by your grace. Heal the relationship uh, or a friendship that is breaking away. Whatever it is, really, again, it's fresh in our brains. But an examination of conscience, a good examine of our conscience each day, again, it doesn't have to be something that takes 30 minutes. It could be something that just takes three, maybe five minutes. But it's a good way to stay accountable of course, to ourselves, and also a good way for us to be able to see and understand where we are and how we are progressing in the spiritual life. But there's many good ones out there, of course. You can Google a good Catholic examination of conscience. There'll be some that will come up that can help you through it. Uh, Again, just simple questions here. Uh, my, My examine, whenever I do it, is where was I closest to the Lord? Where was I furthest away? Uh, really, again, just kind of uh, re, re, uh, rereading, as the Holy Father says, rereading the day, and then asking for God's grace to be able to make it a better day. Because remember, it's not by our strength that our days are made better. It's never by our strength. It's always by God and His graces. Hmm. Try to make an examine if you can today. All right. Coming up right after this, friends, we're going to be talking uh, to the author of The Road to Self-Awareness, a therapy book for Christians. It's a a motivational book that provides comprehensive approaches to true healing, so not kind of cheap gimmicks masquerading as inner peace, but rather, you know, uh, really, really finding the peace that God created us to be able to live in. We're going to be talking to Ian Murphy when we come back all about it, and I'm looking forward to it, Dr. Ian when we come back. John Lee here on the Catholic Morning Show, friends. Don't go anywhere. Catholic Morning Show on Iowa Catholic Radio. Would you like to highlight a birthday, anniversary, or other special occasion? You can do that by underwriting a day of broadcasting on Iowa Catholic Radio. For a monthly gift of $300 or more, your message will be heard on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network throughout the day of your choosing. It's the perfect way to honor your memories and milestones while supporting your favorite radio station. Dates go quickly, so reserve yours now. Call 515-223-1150 or 
or email Deacon Mark at iowacatholicradio.com. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio comes from Caldwell Parish Funeral Home and Crematory. Caldwell Parish offers services that are unique to the individual while following the Catholic funeral rites. Caldwell Parish Funeral Home and Crematory, Des Moines' only Catholic-owned and operated funeral home. Help connect listeners to Christ. Tell a friend about Iowa Catholic Radio. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio comes from Conant Services, offering installation, maintenance, and 24-7 emergency service of all types of HVAC equipment in Des Moines and surrounding areas. Learn more at ConnetServices.com. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio provided by Mercy College of Health Sciences, where you can chart your course for more. Mercy College provides unparalleled clinical rotations, hands-on learning, accelerated education, and flexible schedules. Since 1899, Mercy College has been transforming students into healthcare professionals. Guided by Catholic values, our faculty put classroom theory into practice. Students are prepared for roles in service and leadership throughout their own careers. Learn more at mchs.edu. Mercy College of Health Sciences. mchs.edu. Support for programming comes from Dr. Vince Hassel, a board-certified chiropractic physician offering patients all-natural doctor-supervised weight loss programs, lifestyle modification, and pain relief to achieve optimal health and wellness. Learn more at weightlossindemoine.com. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by the Sarah Vocations Ministry, including the St. Sarah Club of Des Moines and the Sarah Club of Council Bluffs. Sarah is an apostolate of the Worldwide Catholic Church dedicated to fostering and supporting priesthood and religious vocations. Sarans strive to accomplish their mission through prayer, fellowship, and service to the bishop, priests, sisters, and all in religious formation, and in doing so to increase their own holiness. Learn more at joinsarah.org, joinserra.org. Thank you, Sarans, for your support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Listen to Iowa Catholic Radio anywhere. Download the Iowa Catholic Radio app. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio comes from John Leonetti, EOS Implementer, the entrepreneurial operating system, helping businesses and organizations clarify, simplify, and achieve their vision. John.Leonetti at EOSWorldwide.com. The Catholic Morning Show on Iowa Catholic Radio. Holy Father says the gospel invites us to tell Jesus everything, sincerely, without worrying about bothering him. He listens, without fear of saying something wrong, without being ashamed of our struggle to understand. He listens. Tell Jesus everything, friends. Whatever's going on in your life, whatever struggles you might have, we can always tell the Lord everything. And a good time to do that would be, as we were just talking about previously in our segment, during a good examination of conscience. Tell Jesus everything. Let's go to our next guest. He is author of uh, this book that I I really find fascinating, The Road to Self-Awareness, a therapy book for Christians. Thank you very much. Dr. Ian Murphy joins me. Hello, doctor. Hello, and thanks for having me back on the show. It's great to talk to you again. It's been a couple years, and I appreciate you and this opportunity to to, uh, talk a little bit about the book today. I'm glad you're here. Give us the true definition of healing. Yeah, it's uh, maybe starting in in an Aquinas approach, I'll say what it isn't, and and it's not what it's been made to be by our self-help books, that's for sure. It is not just treating symptoms. Healing is not just alleviating pain. Healing is not just avoiding suffering. 
In other words, it's not just problem solving, because we're not just problems to be solved. We've forgotten who we truly are, reflections of God's image, His beloved. Uh, we're, We're His covenant partners, His bride. So healing, instead of the avoidance of a negative, it's the attainment of a positive. It's God's repairing of His image of love within people. It's not just what we're saved from. It's what we're saved for. Hmm. I, and I, I think that's so important for us to know because, again, sometimes we could paint this in kind of a, a, a negative uh, a picture of what healing is. It's, it's kind of running away from, you know, our past or running away exactly. from the, the struggles or difficulties that we have. But you say it's much more than that. Exactly. It's the, it's the attainment of a positive beyond any dysfunction that we're healed from. And this book, The Road to Self-Awareness, a therapy book for Christians, uh, it, it is all about getting rid of that dysfunction, sure. In fact, it's, it's a step-by-step accompaniment out of whatever has somebody in a funk, whatever has mm. somebody stuck. It will help them get unstuck. The point is it just doesn't stop there. There's so much more than just getting rid of the negative. There is the joy, the happiness, the best version of yourself, and what your relationships and what yourself looks like at its very best. That's what God wants to show His people, are those plans to prosper us, as He promises in His Word. You say there's seven key aspects of restoration. Give us a couple. Uh, Sure. One of them is to not start with the problem, but start with the person, namely the three persons of the Holy Trinity. It all starts with God. And then the human person made in God's image a lot of this repairing of love within us, this true definition of healing, comes down to a healed image of our Heavenly Father as the loving Abba, who He truly is. He really does love us, as you were just talking about, with a good examine of conscience. Tell Him everything. He cares about us. He really A healed God image will correspondingly lead to a healed self-image. It also means we have to attain to our becoming. You know, it's not just that we are, it's that we're becoming. And we forget this. We think in such snapshots, such isolated moments. But our little choices, really there's no such thing. They're like mustard seeds. Our tiny little choices every day are shaping the person we are becoming. So when those choices are loving, when they're virtuous choices, we're shaping a healed, more truly human character that is going to be much happier. So uh, Mm. attending to the becoming power of our day-to-day choices, starting with the person, not the problem, and getting the counselor, the Holy Spirit, back into counseling so that it's not just this avoidance of the negative or this problem-solving approach, but a live relationship. And he's hilarious, he's surprising, he cares about us, he wants to hear it all. And getting the counselor back into counseling, uh, these are just a few of the keys to true healing, to get out of the short-sighted and and sometimes dangerous self-help world. I mean, I think a lot of the incomplete therapy out there today is ironically keeping people trapped and the very dysfunction that needs to be cured. It's actually keeping people sick uh, 
by leaving God out of it. Expand on that a little bit, because again, self-help, you, you can't keep these books on the bookshelves you know, uh, long enough. I mean, they, they fly off. We're always looking for the next self-help remedy you know, to a better today and a, and a happier tomorrow. Uh, but you say it can be doing more damage than good. Exactly, and, and well said. I appreciate that. Just one quick example. Uh, there's uh, therapists out there who advise married couples. Now, these are struggling homes, struggling marriages, and they're advised to watch pornographic movies together under the name of healing, under the name of a therapeutic approach. Now, as Christians, we know that that's horrendous. I mean, and aside from prescribing adultery to to a struggling marriage, which is only going to break it apart even worse when it's already in need of healing, it, we know from psychological and clinical studies that pornography has a an the effect of an addictive opioid on the human brain. It functions like a narcotic. So they're, they're prescribing adultery and functional narcotics to struggling marriages in the name of therapy. That's what happens if you leave God out. That's what happens if you have that incomplete picture. And you just that's just one example. You have a lot of therapy, so-called therapy like that. You know, just the the surplus of these self-help books, like you just referred to, it, it, it shows that the, they're not working. You know, if they were working, there wouldn't still be so many flying off the shelves. But it also, I think, speaks to a deep and widespread spiritual hunger that people are experiencing. I mean, the popularity of these books, people are literally starving, like hungry sheep, to be fed by the only one who can fill that God-shaped void in all of us, the only one who can truly heal us, the great physician, and he longs to. Only he can fill that void. Yeah, you, you say there's one truth that is crucial to healing. Is that it? What's the truth? Uh, to, to get God back into it is the... Yeah. Is, is at the heart of it that he loves you, that you're made in his image, and that, uh, well, if, if you really take up your cross daily, if you die to self and abide in Christ, then personal healing, well, that's inevitable, simply because of who Jesus is. Where do we start, doctor? Where, someone's listening now and thinking, I want, I want to start this process, or I need healing in my life. Where do we start? The way I started and what I recommend for anybody is the baby steps of virtue. This is the God where the mustard seed always wins. What looks like it's tiny, what looks like it's insignificant, ends up taking over because through repetition we're shaped by it. We don't have to make a giant leap. Uh, The book tells the story of how I lost over 100 pounds. I didn't lose. I didn't do that by losing a hundred pounds. I did that by losing one pound, a hundred times, and that's different. The baby steps. Pick a virtue. For me, it was basically self-control. I, I, I lack self-control, and I developed that virtue through individual daily choices of self-control. Eat a better dinner. Get on the treadmill. Do some allegedly small thing in that virtue. Well, the thing is, it doesn't stay small. Through repetition, 
as St. Thomas Aquinas makes so clear, and as I can testify, and anyone who grows in charity can, these virtues, these qualities of love, which is what virtues are, like patience, kindness, self-control, when you repeat them, they carve new synaptic pathways in the human brain. They internalize into new second-nature routines, tendencies, dispositions, new habits. And then those habits end up shaping your very character in the image that truly defines you, in the image of charity, in the image of patience, kindness, mercy, and self-controlling humility. So by repeating any one virtue, you're repeating all of them because they're all united by love. Self-control was also courageous because it takes courage to confront the sins that have been dominating us. It was wise. It, it, it was just to the people who loved me and wanted me healthy just by working on what looks like one little baby step on one little virtue can just turn the tide and set you up for success and change what used to be just an aspiration into a new inclination, a new habit, a new second nature tendency. That is the short and sweet of how we heal, is the repetition of these virtuous baby steps that reshape us in that healed self. I have to say, though, Doctor, and I think you would attest to this, this is hard work. This is not going to come easy. Uh, you know, anything that's worth doing is, is going to be difficult, I think. And, and I think we have to be patient with ourselves in this. So, I mean, I, I just want to give the people permission to know this is going to be hard. There's going to be struggles, you know, throughout this. It, but it's a lifetime. It's not just an overnight, you know, kind of quick fix here to healing. Amen. And I second that, and I echo that. Uh, stumbling and fumbling is part of it. It will happen, and we cannot do this on our own steam. Like I, I think somewhere in the book I say, if you were to graph my weight loss pro- progress on a, on, a, on a graph, it doesn't follow some neat, tidy, upward curve or straight line from A to B to victory. It looks like all over the map with falling down here, falling on my face here, needing confession, needing grace, needing prayer, needing my relationships, needing love, falling down again, getting back up. As I found out, the the problem isn't falling down. The problem is staying down. The grace is always sufficient. Your your success might graph on a, on a chart like a, a random blob of data inputs between victory and falling back down. But over time, that blob moves generally up in Christ. It's like G.K. Chesterton said, it's not that Christianity has been tried and found wanting. It's that it's been found difficult and not tried. It is hard to die to self, but it's what we've been asked to do. Jesus is there with the grace. He'll always pick you back up. So it's not easy, but because of who he is, it will work. He will do the impossible for those who take him up on his offer to die to self and follow him to life. Dr. Ian Murphy, The Road to Self-Awareness, friends, you can get the book at sophiainstitute.com. Where else can people get the book, Dr.? Uh, they could check it out at my website, too. I'd love them to just see what we're doing, get in touch, say hi, say if they were blessed by 
today's interview or, or just say hello or a prayer request, drianmurphy.com, D-R-I-A-N-M-U-R-P-H-Y, drianmurphy.com. And if they get the book from there, uh, if they purchase it from the website, I can, I can autograph it for them. They can also get it at Sophia's website, the Sophia Institute Press. It's uh, The Road to Self-Awareness, a therapy book for Christians. And thanks so much for the chance to tell them about it and my website. I appreciate it. Absolutely. You can also go to Divine Treasures locally, friends. If they don't have it, they'll certainly order it for you. Dr. Ian, God bless you. Thank you. Thank you, and God bless what you're doing. Keep it up. Thank you. Dr. Ian Murphy, everyone. It's just so important. I mean, there, there, isn't, there isn't a single person uh, that this last interview or this book, uh, Becoming More Self-Aware uh, and Healing, a true healing in the Lord, there isn't a single person that, that this isn't for. This is the life for all of us, friends, and it's um, it's something that we got to we got to start the hard work on. If we haven't started it yet, and the healing, uh, and the forgiveness, I mean, there's just so much there for us. And I know we're busy; we've got a lot going on, but it's worth it, as we said before. Coming up in the second half hour, friends, we're going to be talking uh, to Thomas McKenna. He is the uh, founder and president of. Uh, the St. Gianna Physicians Guild. We're going to talk to him all about it and what it is that he's trying to do with physicians all around the world in the faith. We'll have that for you coming up second half hour. John Minetti here on the Catholic Morning Show. Friends, don't go anywhere. Father Andrew right now with today's Gospel and Reflection. April 24, Monday of the third week of Easter, a reading from the Holy Gospel according to John After Jesus had fed the five thousand men, his disciples saw him walking on the sea. The next day, the crowd that remained across the sea saw that there had been only one boat there, and that Jesus had not gone along with his disciples in the boat, but only his disciples had left. Other boats came from Tiberias, near the place where they had eaten the bread, when the Lord gave thanks. When the crowd saw that neither Jesus nor his disciples were there, They themselves got into boats and came to Capernaum looking for Jesus. And when they found him across the sea, they said to him, Rabbi, when did you get here? Jesus answered them and said, Amen, amen, I say to you, you are looking for me not because you saw signs, but because you ate the loaves and were filled. Do not work for food that perishes, but for the food that endures for eternal life, which the Son of Man will give you. For on him the Father, God, has set his seal. So they said to him, What can we do to accomplish the works of God? Jesus answered and said to them, This is the work of God, that you believe in the one he sent. The Gospel of the Lord Here begins the Bread of Life discourse, in which Jesus further reveals himself to be the divine, and as both God and man, gives us a foretaste of eternal life in the sacrament of the Eucharist. First, he recognizes that the people are hungry, both physically and spiritually, and his concern prompts instruction to work for God, the only one who can satisfy both appetites. By ourselves, we cannot accomplish the works of God, but he wants us to do them through us with his grace, through faith from Jesus, who was sent by our Heavenly Father. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Construction Professionals. Construction Professionals does remodeling and new construction. Construction Professionals is a Catholic family business built on a strong foundation. cpcustomhomes.com. Thank you, Construction Professionals, for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio. 
Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Skeffington's Formal Wear. In business since 1951, with locations in Des Moines, West Des Moines, Coralville, and Ankeny. Skeffington's Formal Wear, fitting you for life celebrations. Online at skeffingtons.com. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Catholic Charities, where exceptional service is a hallmark in caring for those with essential needs, including food pantry, professional counseling, emergency family shelter, and refugee services. CatholicCharitiesDM.org. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Ashworth Vision Clinic. Complete eye exams, contact lenses, glasses, glaucoma testing, and urgent eye issues. 515-440-4610. AshworthVision.com. The Catholic Morning Show on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thanks for tuning in, friends. John Minetti here on, the, on Iowa Catholic Radio, the Catholic Morning Show. We're going to be talking uh, coming up to Thomas McKenna, uh, founder of the St. Gianna Physicians Guild today, and the great work that he's doing with physicians uh, around the world in the faith. We'll have him on coming up here in this second half hour. Let's do it. Deacon Tony, let's offer our day to our Lord with our morning offering. God, our Father, we offer you our day. We offer you all our thoughts, words, joys, and sufferings in union with the heart of Jesus. Holy Spirit, be our guide and strength today so that we may witness to your love. Mary, Mother of Jesus, and the Church, pray for us. St. Joseph, her most chaste spouse, protect us. Amen. Amen. Let's go now to Matt Wilkham with your news. Thank you, John. News brought to you this morning by Mercy One, your expert circle of personalized care for all your health needs. Your best life is their one purpose. Find your doctor at mercyone.org. Good morning. I'm Matt Wilkham. As foreign governments airlifted hundreds of their diplomats and other citizens to safety, Sudanese on Monday desperately sought ways to escape the chaos, fearing that the country's two rival generals will escalate their all-out battle for power once evacuations were completed. In convoys, foreign diplomats, workers, and families made their way past combatants at tense front lines in the capital of Khartoum to reach extraction points, or even drove hundreds of miles to the country's east coast. A stream of European and Mideast military aircraft flew in all day Sunday through the night and into Monday to ferry them out. France and Germany said more flights were possible if security conditions permitted. The National Shrine of Our Lady of Good Help in Champion, Wisconsin, received an official change of names on Thursday. Bishop David Ricken of the Diocese of Green Bay officially announced its name is now the National Shrine of Our Lady of Champion. At the same time, he proclaimed the Mass celebrating the anniversary of the only approved Marian apparition in the United States held at the Shrine every October 9th has been raised by the Holy See to the rank of a solemnity. The new name makes it aligned more closely with other beloved Marian apparition sites around the world. The rocket slide at Union Park is now closed as it undergoes a round of repairs, but the Des Moines Parks and Recreation Department wrote to worried children and parents on Facebook that it will be back. The playground has been a favorite of neighborhood children now for more than five decades, and as a result, it has survived many a renovation and even an attempt to tear it down. The new renovations now underway will ensure the playground stays up to modern safety codes. Improvements will make the ramp and stairs less steep, revamp the non-slips deck, and check all of the joints between floor panels. The city will also resurface the playground, replace the iconic slide with the newly built custom version, and repaint the entire structure. And now for your sports update with Mark Amadeo. 
sports on your Monday morning. Yesterday's Major League Baseball scoreboard. Some of the Midwest teams that were in action on Sunday. In the National League, it was the Los Angeles Dodgers defeating the Chicago Cubs by the score of 7-3 at Wrigley Field in Chicago. In the American League, the first place Tampa Bay Rays defeating the Chicago White Sox by the score of 4-1. to And the Los Angeles Angels pick up a win as they defeated the Kansas City Royals 4-3 in Anaheim. In interleague play, the Boston Red Sox defeating now the second place Milwaukee Brewers by the score of 12 to 5. The St. Louis Cardinals defeating the Seattle Mariners by the score of 7 to 3 in Seattle. And the Minnesota Twins, who are now in first place in the American League Central, defeating the Washington Nationals by the score of 3 to 1. Yesterday in AAA baseball, the Iowa Cubs wrap up a series at Buffalo, and it was the Buffalo Bisons defeating the Iowa Cubs 11-6 in Buffalo, New York. Today, the Iowa Cubs have the day off, and tomorrow night, they open up a six-game homestand against the Louisville Bats. First pitch tomorrow night at 6.30 at Principal Park in downtown Des Moines. Yesterday's NBA playoffs continued with first-round coverage in their best-of-seven series. It was Game 4 in the Eastern Conference, and it was the Boston Celtics picking up a win on the road as they defeated the Atlanta Hawks in Atlanta by the score of 129-121. to Boston leads that best-of-seven series three games to one. The other Eastern Conference game in Game 4 had the New York Knicks defeating the Cleveland Cavaliers 102-93 at Madison Square Garden in New York. The Knicks lead that best of seven series three games to one. In the Western Conference in game four, it was defending NBA champions Golden State Warriors holding off the Sacramento Kings 126 to 125 in San Francisco yesterday. That series is now tied at two games each. And the other Western Conference game four had the Minnesota Timberwolves getting their first win as they defeated the number one seed Denver Nuggets 114 to 108 late last night in overtime. Denver leads that best of seven series three games to one. Tonight, the NBA playoffs continues with first round coverage in game four of the Eastern Conference. It'll be the Milwaukee Bucks at the Miami Heat. They'll tip off at 6.30 tonight in Miami. The game will be televised on TNT. Miami leads that best of seven series, two games to one. And in the Western Conference tonight, game four has the Memphis Grizzlies at the Los Angeles Lakers. They'll tip off tonight at 9 o'clock. The game will be televised on TNT. The Lakers lead that best of seven series, two games to one. And with your Monday morning sports update on the Catholic Morning Show, I'm Mark Amadeo. Thank you, Mark. And finally, today's fun fact. On this day in 2005, Pope Benedict XVI celebrated his inauguration after being elected the 265th successor of St. Peter days earlier. Hmm. Read that again. So this was Pope Benedict XVI. Uh, his inauguration happened on yeah. this day back in 2005. Okay. Okay. So he, I, I thought you said 2003. I was going to say, wait a second here. I don't remember. Yeah, 2005, exactly. I remember being in the square when he came out that on that April 19th when he was actually elected. And just the excitement in St. Peter's Square just surrounding me. Everybody was just so pumped up that it, that it was him. I don't think a lot of people thought that that, that, that would be possible, that he could be the oh. one selected. But they were just overjoyed, as, as was I. I, I, I was overjoyed with you. I shared in that. Um, uh, first of all, h- how long were you down there standing? You had to be there for hours. 
I was there in the square. It was right after the white smoke came out, and I was walking towards the, the square already when I saw these other people running along the Tiber River. And then somebody ran past me with a radio blaring, and I finally got the hint, and I started booking it. And I, I made it about halfway up, uh, but that's, that's about all I could do, even with a press pass. The uh, the policemen were not going to let me go any further because they're like, no, look, the band is coming through here. We can't have you, you know, people coming through here. You're going to get run over by the, the, uh, the Vatican official uh, band, the brass band. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah, it was quite an experience. That's awesome, man. Wow, I, I had no idea you were actually there for it. That's pretty cool. We'll have to talk about that sometime. I, want, I, I got more questions, more more questions on that one for someone that was actually there on it. Jimmy, what do we got for the rest of the week, brother? Yeah, it's still going to be a couple wet days as uh, things start off today. Chance of showers, partly sunny, a high in the upper 50s tonight. More showers and thunderstorms, mostly cloudy, then overnight low in the low 40s, and then uh, still more showers tomorrow. Mostly cloudy, high in the mid-50s. Should start drying off by Wednesday and uh, seeing some uh, higher temperatures. Mostly sunny and a high in the low 60s. We're currently at 34 at the Iowa Catholic Radio Studios, 33 in Creston and Fairfield, 34 in Oskaloosa and 29 in Marshalltown. And support for Iowa Catholic Radio comes from Farm Bureau agent Cindy Schulte. Since 1939, Farm Bureau Financial Services has built relationships first and planned second, getting to know you so they know exactly what you need. CindySchulte.com. At your forecast on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thank you, Jimmy. Let's go to your Saint of the Day. This is your Saint of the Day on Iowa Catholic Radio. Well, today's saint started out by trying to use his profession to make a positive change for the least powerful. We should ask ourselves, are we doing the same? St. Fidelis today was a young lawyer who often championed the cases of the poor. But he grew so disgusted with the corruption in the legal system that he quit his lucrative job and decided to join the Capuchins. Among the Capuchins, his prayer and consistent care for the poor bloomed. During a plague, Fidelis took in the sick and nursed as many as he could to health. Fidelis was then invited to lead a mission to Switzerland to combat the spread of Calvinism. It was dangerous, but Fidelis didn't shrink from the task. One day, while preaching outside, he was shot at, but escaped without a wound. But his troubles would not end there. On the road back home, he was attacked by 20 armed men, and he was killed. We ask today, St. Fidelis, to pray for us. Amen. Let's go to Joe Stopulus now, host of Man Up here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Good morning, sir. Good morning, John. What do we got on your show coming up today? Today's show, we will have, uh, we are in the second part of my series on John Sr. We have uh, repeat guests from last week, Mr. Ryan Galloway, Mr. John Wisniewski, two guys who have spent a lot of time researching and writing and and teaching on the the writings of John Sr. And so today, uh, for any who missed last week, he's a professor uh, from the 1970s and 80s who was very prophetic in our times. And today we're going to, to talk probably about his seminal work, which is called The Restoration of Christian Culture. And in this book, he, he he absolutely has his finger on the pulse of the breakdown of communities, the breakdown of Christian culture, and what we can do to, to fix that in our own lives. I mean, John, he was talking about how dangerous the TV and screens were back when there were only three channels. And now he, I mean, he he's just all, all over it. So, um, these guys live a lot of what he preaches, and so I'm, I'm really excited about the episode today. It's all come to fruition. Joe Stopulus uh, here on the show, 9 o'clock this morning. Friends, you can always check it out online at iowacatholicradio.com. We'll talk to you soon, brother. 
to John. All right, friends. Coming up right after this, we're going to uh, St. Gianna Physicians Guild today with Thomas McKenna when we come back. John Linetti here on the Catholic Morning Show. Friends, don't go anywhere. You're listening to the Catholic Morning Show on Iowa Catholic Radio. This is your news to the Diocese of Des Moines for Monday, April 24th. I'm Kelly Mesher Collins. Join Bishop William Johnson for a 5 p.m. Holy Hour tonight at St. Ambrose Cathedral in Des Moines. The Holy Hour includes exposition of the Eucharist, reflection, group prayer, quiet time, and concludes with benediction. We wish Father Sylvester Oco a very happy birthday. Father Sylvester has three parishes in the southern part of our diocese, Clorinda, Bedford, and Villisca. Happy birthday! Catholic Youth Camp Sessions are nearing capacity. If you haven't signed up your kids for a life-changing week at CYC, now is the time to do it. Go to stmcenter.com sessions to see each week's availability. Volunteer counselor applications are also open. Go to stmcenter.com for details. That's your news for the Diocese of Des Moines. I'm Kelly Mesher-Collins. Listen to Iowa Catholic Radio anywhere. Download the Iowa Catholic Radio app. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio comes from Fitness by Design, your neighborhood fitness studio. Located in Des Moines, offering PH or fitness classes, private and semi-private training, beamer, and massage. Learn more at fitnessbydesigndm.com, 515-770-3844. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio comes from independent realtor Chris Foster. Chris has served clients with everything real estate throughout Iowa since 2019. 641-891-8178 or online at the number 4 saleia.com. Join us on June 1st at the Iowa Event Center for the InterVisions Annual Gala presented by Permar Security. This year's theme is The Miracle of the Heartbeat to stress the importance of the heartbeat in the ultrasound and Iowa's efforts to pass pro-life legislation. Our keynote speaker is Dr. William Lyle. As a medical professional, Dr. Lyle understands the importance of the free, life-affirming work that InterVisions does in empowering women and saving babies. To register, visit IVHcare.org, and we look forward to seeing you on June 1st. And thanks for supporting the women and babies of InterVisions Healthcare. Iowa Catholic Radio invites you to participate in our online auction April 24th through May 5th, including a round of golf at Wakanda Club with Catholic Morning Show host John Leonetti. Attend every show at the 2023 Iowa State Fair Grandstand, a signed Scotty McCreary guitar, as well as mission trips to Africa through Blessman International with Father Ray McHenry. Bid now at iowacatholicradio.com to bid on a once-in-a-lifetime experience or unique item. Thank you for your support of Iowa Catholic Radio, connecting listeners to Christ. Iowa Catholic Radio, connecting listeners to Christ every day with people like you. Hi, this is Tegan Kavan from Dowling Catholic. Thanks for listening to Iowa Catholic Radio. The Catholic Morning Show on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thanks for tuning in, friends. John Leonetti here on the Catholic Morning Show. Appreciate you being a part of it. As always, let's go to our next guest today, founder of the St. Gianna Physicians Guild, Thomas McKenna, joins me today. Hey, Thomas. Good morning. How are you, John? First of all, I love the name, St. Gianna. I named my daughter after her. Um, How did the St. Gianna Physicians Guild come to be? Well, I've um, always been involved in Catholic evangelization and very pro, you know, pro-life. And so, over the years of um, you know debating on campuses and on television and different situations, I came to see that um, you know the medical sphere uh, has a great weight in this, and a lot of the medical knowledge and medical advancement. So I thought it's important for doctors to speak out 
about these issues because they're, they're they have qualifications rather than sometimes more so than a priest have more influence. So I thought um, it would be nice to have you know something to inspire doctors to be more outspoken. So. Um, I, I, I got to know the family of St. Jenna. When I wanted to found this, I went over there and I met with the family. I knew St. Jenna's husband. I've been a, a friends with the, with the children for almost 20 years. And um, that was the goal, was to show as a model, to present St. Jenna as a model for physicians. She's a, mod, a, a model for mothers and, you know, others. She's a saint, but that she was a, she was a doctor, but she was also Catholic and she stood up for her faith. And that's what we want to try to, you know, convey to doctors that when you have an opportunity, whether it's on an ethics board or if it's a, if it's a woman that's talking about abortion, is for you as a physician, you have influence over people and um, you should, you know, your faith can't be back seat there. I, I, I'm going to ask anyway, but um, I know the answer, obviously. But, but for those that don't know who St. Gianna is, why, why would you choose her as the patron? Well, because St. Gianna was um, a very was a contemporary. You know, she, she died in 1962. Um, you know, that's, she died the, the year that I was born. You know, she died. So she's a modern, you know, a kind of a modern-day saint. She drove a car. She, you know, she lived in our time. She wasn't someone from centuries ago. And also the fact that, you know, she was a, she was a wife and a mother. And I think that's something that can, you know, people can relate to because saints are presented to us as, um, you know, the defini- simple definition of a saint is a person that practiced virtue to a heroic degree. So there are mm-hmm. heroes in virtue. Like we have heroes in football, heroes in, you know, war heroes because they excelled in that specific um, profession. Well, she, she, a saint is someone who excelled in the practice of virtue, and they're in, you know, we know that they're declared in heaven. So they're, they should be an example, a role, role model. So that's what I, I thought is important that doctors have a role model, and not just a role model that's like St. Luke, okay? He was, you know, one of the evangelists, okay, he's a good role model, but we don't know anything much about his life or, you know, what he did. Uh, where St. Jana, we, we have pictures, we have photographs of her, we, we, we her children, several, three of her children are still living. Um, so she comes alive to us, and I think that's been a big help to doctors to know that, that there was a, a woman in, in the modern day, um, many of them, you know, older than she is, and uh, she practiced virtue to a heroic degree so as a good example for them. Uh, Thomas, if, if a doctor is listening right now and they want to get involved in the St. Gianna Physicians Guild, how would they do it? And what, what will they receive from joining? Well, they can go to um, our website. It's, it's um, stgiannaphysicians.org or just go to catholicaction.org. That's, our, that's the main org, parent organization, catholicaction.org. And one of the things that I developed, I founded this together with Cardinal Raymond Burke, and one of the things we have is an enshrinement program where a doctor or, you know, clinic or now we've done some hospitals can enshrine a, a relic, uh, a photograph with a relic of St. Gianna in a frame in, in, a, in the office. It's, it's, a, it's an enshrinement program Cardinal Burke wrote, and they invite their friends, their colleagues, and they enshrine this picture relic in the office um, as a sign of devotion to St. Gianna and asking her to be a, a, a patron of their office and to... Um, to bless them in their in their practice and bless their practice. I'm on here right now, uh, and, and it's just it's awesome stuff of what you continue to do, Thomas. Keep up the good work, man. We'll have you back on the show. God bless you. Thank you. Okay. Great. Thank you. God bless.
All right. Uh, that's Thomas McKenna, everyone. And that puts the show in the books today. Boy, it was a quick one. I'm telling you, a flu today. Deacon Tony, let's pray. Today we will pray for the intentions of our listeners, all our priests and religious, and the souls in purgatory. Again, we pray for Amy's sister-in-law, Lisa Barber, who passed away. Deacon, uh, uh, well, Bill Kirkman, the son of Deacon uh, and his family. Let us pray the prayer to St. Michael. St. Michael, the archangel, defend us in battle. Be our defense against the wickedness and the snares of the devil. May God rebuke him, we humbly pray, and do thou, O Prince of the Heavenly Host, by the power of God, cast into hell Satan and all the evil spirits who prowl about the world, seeking the ruin of souls. Mother Mary, pray for us. St. Joseph and St. Michael, protect us. And may the blessing of God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit come down upon all of us, protect us all from evil, and bring us to his everlasting life. Amen. Amen. Thanks for tuning in today, friends. I'm John Leonetti. Be confident in Christ's mercy and his love today. The Catholic Morning Show is a production of the Iowa Catholic Radio Network. To hear this and other programs, visit iowacatholicradio.com or download the Iowa Catholic Radio app. Born in weary land where many a dream has died, like a tree planted by.